This is 4H4U2, a podcast from the Mississippi State University Extension Service promoting 4-H programs and positive youth development. Here now your host, Dr. John Long and Kobe Rutherford. Hey, and welcome back to another podcast of 4H4U2. I'm your host, John Long. And I'm Kobe Rutherford. Kobe, let's just take a moment and breathe in. <sighs> yes, we have uh, almost made it through the summer, haven't we? Yeah, it's been a fun but busy summer. Very busy. We we were kind of talking about that this morning, about all the things that we've We've had going on, and and you've heard, if you've been listening to different podcasts, you know that we've had several activities over the uh, course of this summer, and uh, we're going to talk about a few of those today and kind of give a little recap, I guess you could say, and talk about that and talk about uh, some other things that are potentially coming up and and, uh, on board for that, so... With that, I guess what we started with was what, Kobe? Let's go back and, and think. Let's go back to the Wayback Machine, Wayback Machine. So if we start back, machine. Congress, that, we talked about Congress on several podcasts yes, ago. Yes, we have. And kind yeah. of recapped that. But since Congress, there's been State 4-H Horse Show that yep. Dr. Joe Sand talked about yep. some. Uh, we've had all of our Project Achievement Days in yep. all four regions, yep. which I think were pretty successful. Yes. And then we had uh, the co-op trip. Yep. State shooting sports mm-hmm. or safety. Safety. And uh, what else do we have? It was something else. I can't remember at this point. but it, it's all mixed in there together. They all ran together. Yeah. What was your favorite? Oh, I know. Uh, national, the national championship. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, shooting sports. Uh, yeah. National championship. Yeah, in Grand Island. In Grand Island, yeah. So, so I uh, should have uh, known that. <laughs> I stayed out there for a week. Come on. Uh, of all those, which is your favorite? Uh, oh, that's tough. That is really, really tough. I love the, the National Invitational. I just love the excitement of it and getting to see. I, I get to see a lot of people that I see every year yeah. from different states, you know, and, and we always kind of joke and say it's a family reunion, which it is, and because uh, it's the only other time we really get to see each other unless it's on computer sometime. But uh, I like that, and I like the seeing, the you know, the, the youth that we take out there really getting to be exposed to other youth around the country. That's That's a lot of fun. Uh, I I really like I don't know it's hard to choose I don't know I like Project Achievement Days I love yeah, Project Achievement fun. Days I also remember the other event was the cookouts yes those were probably my favorite cookouts I never have been to cookouts nor those, co-op those were really good yeah and now co-op we just finished that last week and that was a blast yeah we had I mean of course we had the most elite four H'ers in the state I mm-hmm. think here that four H'ers who had won um contest at congress or they they were part of the ambassador or leadership team mm-hmm. so they were really an elite bunch but that was a pretty fun four days so with that and again i have i've never been to co-op and i know y'all talked about that in another podcast but i'm going to kind of rob rob a question from it i guess but during that time i know they do several activities and go around and and see different you know different I guess, businesses and things mm-hmm. like that. So what was your favorite part of that? So my favorite part of the whole cooperative leadership conference was uh, probably the last night we had Leadership Olympics, mm-hmm. and we divided the, the youth up on different teams. We had eight different teams of 
some kids on the team knew one another, but most of it was pretty random. And we had them do activities that were team building. And uh, it really brought the kids close together. Yeah. And it made them work together, made them get out of their comfort zone, made them learn more about each other. And uh, it was a pretty cool deal. So I, I do have a question in regard to that because I was I was bringing something into uh, Building B, Boss Building B, while you were doing something with the co-op, uh, youth at co-op. And I have to ask this because it's just it's worried, not worried me, but I've been curious ever since. It was something you were going around, walking around, saying you're invited to the party. You're like, tell me oh, about yeah. that, because so, I I did not know what in the heck was going on. So we had on the very first day we had some breakout sessions, and uh, the breakout sessions one was the youth were learning how to do be a part of the media core or the reflections core, and basically those were the groups that were taking the pictures, doing all the social media, putting together the video for the end of conference. Um, so they were kind of the media team i guess right well the other team was called the hospitality corps and that was just a small group of of youth and what their jobs were to do was to make everyone feel comfortable at the co-op and try to meet people you know try to uh when we'd go to the tours greet everybody shake hands so the first part of that uh breakout session uh we did a handshaking demonstration Mm -hmm. which to me handshaking is uh you know pretty universal when you go to meet somebody and we talked about some different strategies that people use to shake hands and you know because there's a right way and a wrong way there is a right way and a wrong way and we we talked about how when you shake someone's hand always make eye contact and go in as an equal right and uh you know that's not offensive to anybody and we talked about you know, you never want to shake hands and be like a, a limp rag. Right. You know, no one wants that. No, I hate that. I, I'm sorry. I'd hate too. to use the word hate, but that's the worst guy. Yes. We talked about, um, you know, sitting down to shake hands, you know, that when someone is standing up and greets you, you should always stand. And right. Just some basic handshaking etiquette. Well, then we had some time left over, and uh, I wanted everybody to learn each, other na- each other's names. Mm-hmm. So uh, one thing we did when I was a 4-H'er was learn about, uh, this on bus trips would play this game. I'm going to a party, and basically the way that worked out is people would start saying they're coming to a party, and I'm bringing two things. Okay. So if I was going to a party, I say I'm Kobe Rutherford, and I'm bringing a cat and a rabbit to the party. Oh, so it just kind of goes around, yeah. and folks finally start associating the items you're bringing with the first. And the initials of your first and last name. I got you. I got you. So it kind of takes a while for them to start recognizing that. Yeah. And then once they catch on, it's kind of fun. Yeah. I, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I played something kind of similar to that, but it's a, a really good way to learn people's names mm-hmm. by association. And it's so funny. The first time I guess I did it was at a national uh, shooting sports training, and they, uh, we we had an animal. We had to associate an animal with our names, and to this day, everybody that was in that class still knows everybody's animal. So we'll call Moose Mike, you know, Moose Mike or whatever. How about so, that? Yeah, that that is cool. So now the mystery has been solved. It has been. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so cool. we'll have to come up with something new for next year. Yeah, but I always want to see that. Of course, you and I did, talked about this at lunch, but and uh, I always wanted to see the hot dog fry at the Four County thing when they electrocute the hot dog. I never have seen that in person. I always wanted to see that in person. That's that, pretty that impressive. That was pretty cool. It's been yeah. impressive, yeah. It shows you how powerful electricity is. 
But I think as far as the stops go, that was a really good stop for our 4-Hers because they showed this really informative video that um, demonstrated that electricity is still pretty new. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of these youth's grandparents and great-grandparents may not have had electricity. Right. And how, you know, Four County, for instance, was a group of um, people in this area that just decided that they were tired of not having lights, the, <laughs> lights, the electricity that people in the city had. They just got together and formed a cooperative and made it happen. Wow. So so to me, I, and I hope the, the youth that attended co-op got the big picture of this, is that having a small idea uh, or a, an idea like that, if you've got the right team and you're willing to work hard to reach that goal, mm-hmm that you can basically do anything, right. even if it's provide lights and power. To yeah, <laughs> just a small thing area. like lights and power. Yeah, No exactly. big deal. Right. Yeah, which we but, take for so so granted now, just to walk in and flip the switch. It's amazing. And, and they were talking about that, too. They said, you know, we feel like we're inconvenienced when the power goes out for a few minutes and we can't charge our cell phones or, yeah. you know, we can't uh, – player games or whatever it is that the youth are doing but when the power goes out it's usually stormy bad weather and you know we ask a lineman to go out and take care of that you problem could. for us yeah and it's so dangerous and yeah. we don't even think about it yeah you don't know what it's like until you don't have lights and then it's just like it's it's dark right <laughs> you better be prepared that's right yeah we had that happen not too long ago so what about what about you? I know this is kind of your first full summer through. What was your favorite thing? Hey, favorite thing we've done so far? Hmm. So I guess my favorite thing would have been I really like the PADs. Yeah, that were, those were fun. Yeah. Um, you see the energy from those young 4-Hers. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of starting their 4-H career. Yeah. That that's kind of enthusiastic. Yeah. And, and see them have some zeal and you know spunk about 4-h right. it really kind of reinvigorates you a little bit and we are we are so blessed to have so many talented young people in our state it's just it's just like it's amazing and you know and that's just a, a small example of what we have out there it's it it was really great because there's just so many uh variety of things that they do or, or they can do they compete in they you know do the talent shows and and things like that share the fun and to see them be able to get up there and perform at such a young age, I think that's probably, you know, it's, I think that impresses me the most. You know, I had a, one little story, and I give a shout-out to my young lady in uh, Northwest District. She did a, a great presentation on river otters. And she just was – she came up there, and she gave this great presentation. Mm-hmm. And – Afterwards, uh, we were getting ready to leave. <clears throat> I don't know if I told you this or not. I haven't heard the story. Anyway, uh, no, because you had to. We kind of separated once you left. Anyway, so I was getting ready to go, get on the van, come back home, and she stopped me, and she said, uh, "She said I just want to tell you that I really appreciate uh, what you said because I would really bragged on her presentation. Even she even got the award, and I was." telling people i said if you want to know about river otters you need to talk to her because she knows her stuff but she caught me um, right before i was about to leave she said i really want to tell you how much i appreciate what you said she said because i was really really nervous giving that presentation and i said let me tell you something i said 
I could have told it that you were nervous. You did just a really good job. So we don't even think about those small things that, that young people have to go through. Like you and I may not think about getting up in front and talking in front of people, but for a younger 4 H'er or a young person, that's a big challenge. Right. And to overcome that fear and to say, hey, I can do that and move on. That, that would, to me, was probably the most impressive thing I heard this at PAD. Yeah, for sure. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, my favorite, maybe that's that appeal to it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, so I had some similar experiences at PAD. The one that I enjoyed the most is was actually a failure on our part okay, as I, specialists. <laughs> so at the Southwest PAD, we had the little robotics competition. Yes. And putting that on, there was one team of three children, and we didn't have a robotics mat. Oh. And so, which could have been a big deal. Right. Been a lot of sure, teams. Sure, And uh, didn't have at that. So um, we improvised. And I think mm-hmm. that one thing I've learned this summer is that you better be able oh. to think on your feet right. fast right, and right. Inter- improvise in That's that right. situation. So we got together and we had these uh, youth that were on this robotics team to demonstrate the robot, tell about how it worked, all the parts, all the pieces, everything they used to control it and then we asked him to set up a, a situation similar to what the mat was and just to put it in perspective these robot mats uh the 4-hers control this robot to do different activities on a mat and this year the theme was a beehive so you had in the middle of it you had your uh, honeycomb where the queen bee lived and you had to take her food which was uh, pollen little styrofoam cotton ball like things or take her water, which was little blue rocks. And then there were several insects around the honeycomb. You had to move them out. So the robots were trained to go collect pollen, collect the water, and then run over all the insects to get them out. So some of them were pretty Over lame. the honeybees? Yeah. So, or Aren't run they over. our friends? Well, no, it wasn't the honeybees. These were intrusive insects. Oh, okay. Well, the they're hive. pests, then I'm Yeah, they were that. pests. Okay. All right. So all to save the queen. To get my entomology ire up. That's right. Okay. So basically, uh, these robots were programmed, and then the, the youth would just kind of set them, hit different buttons, make them go. Well, when you don't have a mat and nothing's at scale, well, that just messes up the whole throws you off, thing. Mm-hmm. Well, these children set up their mat or set up the room so specific that the robot was still able to do exactly wow. what they wanted it to. Wow. And they demonstrated all these things, and we talked about it. Then they gave a presentation on how they programmed it, mm-hmm. and they did a great job. And actually, they were very happy with the way the contest worked. They all got their blue ribbons. They all got trophies, but, uh, you know, it, that could have been bad really quick. Yeah. And those kids were just grateful for the chance to compete. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty special. You know, they could have been, oh, uh, what was me? You know, the mat's not here. No. And, you know, disclaimer, part of the rules is that you should bring a mat to practice with right. prior to the contest. Right, you right. have that opportunity. But, you know, sometimes you just, well, somebody else will bring it, and I'm going to leave mine at home. And right. Well, they learned to improvise as well, they did. didn't they? They absolutely yeah. did. So, so it was a good win-win. Well, we had, uh, we just wrapped up, this past weekend with the uh, state invitational, 4-H Safety State Invitational. And I uh, have to give a big shout-out to uh, and an uh, expression of uh, appreciation to my co-host, Kobe Rutherford, as this was his first one, and he was uh, invaluable. 
I appreciate all the work you did. I, I think you've kind of thrown into a few things, and but uh, but yeah, I really good. do appreciate it. Yeah, it was other it than made, getting the truck stuck. <laughs> other than getting the truck stuck, yeah. But the, we that's over. Oh, we got that over. That was and an that, obstacle that we just <laughs> impro- improvised. We tried to improvise, but you know, a record worked yeah, better. It was but that's fine. okay. That's okay. Uh, lost the keys to the box truck. We got through that. You know, yeah. that was a. Are you talking about sweating? That was the one where, like Friday morning, and all my archery stuffs lo- still locked up in the truck. I have no key. So thank you, B.J. McClinton, for your uh, trusty bolt cutters. Yeah, but man. We got through it. You know, that that's one of those things. And and uh, we had probably, I'm thinking probably close to, I don't know shotgun numbers exactly yet, but we had 152 kids uh, shooting everything but shotgun. So it's probably close to 300, over 300 wow. kids uh, this past weekend. So. Yeah, it, it was it was a good event. Hot, but it was a good event. It was hot. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it really exceeded most of my expectations. Really? Because I thought that it was going to be loud. I thought it was just yeah. going to be bang, 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 bang. Right. It, it really wasn't. No, it's relaxing. It was kind of, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was sort of relaxing and, yeah. you know, planned out and um, just kind of had a rhythm to it. Right. It was pretty smooth transitions. Mm-hmm. Uh when you have to, you know, jock, especially jockeying around ranges, and, and it has to be a little bit of a timing deal there. But yeah, it was it was fairly seamless, I thought, and and I think the kids had a good time. Uh, I think so too. Yeah, and thank the Lord that, that the rain held off. I was glad of that. Well, we just missed mercy. it. Yeah, we sure did. It was well, that was so weird too, because like right as archery was finishing up and that cloud was building in the west, I'm thinking. They're going to get a rain delay right here at the end. Yeah. They pull their arrows, walk back to the uh, line, and it thundered. And I said, all right, well, that's good. They're done. They're done. They're done. So, but, yeah, I, I really do appreciate that. And I'll give a shout-out to all the agents, parents, uh, you know, volunteers. Uh, I got to say, you know, thanks to, you know, the support of uh, Extension and, um you know, without without uh, all these people, that that wouldn't be possible. Brad, you know, who I'm talking about Brad uh, State, and uh, appreciate your help too. So he did a good job, uh, yeah, helping know. helping with that, getting everything ready. So facilities look good. Yeah, it, it just takes a lot. It takes a, a lot to get stuff done, and but when it's done, hey, it's it's a it's a good thing. I tell you, we had uh, some really good scores turned in uh this year so i'm excited about a, the national team we've got coming up i think they're gonna be really good so so i helped out in the score room some yeah. and saw all those uh targets that yeah. they were shooting at yeah and it amazed me how some were so precise oh yeah and there was one john we looked at that we couldn't tell how many holes it had yeah i mean basically the, the child shot through the same hole like, yeah. multiple times it was yeah. so close to center point yeah and uh, we finally got to look and turn it over and got a, a, a light and show. Mm-hmm. You could see where there was three different invent, indentions, yeah. kind of like Mickey Mouse head. Right. It was very cool. Yeah. But um, I had, you know, I had a I had a recurve archer score, I believe, as high as I've ever seen a recurve recurve. I can't even talk. Recurve archer. I don't think I've ever had a score that high. Really? Yeah. That was that was unbelievable. I'm still amazed at that that I've just never seen a recurve score that high. So uh, that was that was an eye-opener for sure. But we added some really good – I know air rifle was really tight 
the scores were really tight in air rifle. Um, had a good turnout in 22 rifle and 22 pistol, and, and a, even a really great turnout in shotgun. I mean, so. How many kids did the hunting exercise? Hunting had th- uh, three this year. I don't see. I think if I was 4 H, that's something I would love to do. I know, and that I wish so people many different get parts it. to it. Yeah. I mean, you could probably be a mediocre shot and yeah. be able to do the other parts really well right. and do okay in that contest. Right. And I think I think that, you know, if more people really got into it and realized how, you know, multifaceted that discipline is, it'd probably be more people that participated in it. And re- hey, and I'll give a, a encouragement if you're out there in the county and want to uh, take on the hunting discipline, I think you'd – you'd be surprised at it for sure. So. Yeah, I think it'd be fun yeah. with that compass yeah. and what it was the other component. Okay, compass, so they a had a compass and then they had a test and then they had uh, uh, almost said insect ID. I'm uh-uh. still on PAD. Oh, uh, animal ID. Okay. And then, uh, or wildlife identification. And then um, the two shooting components, which is seniors only that have the shooting component and it's only the state, uh, state invitational. Uh, it's archery. They shoot the archery course, and then they do. Uh, they shoot um, uh, paper targets uh, at uh, varying distances. But there's a deer, a fox, and a squirrel. These are all paper. No animals are harmed in the <laughs> uh, in this discipline. But anyway, they uh, they shoot that at at uh, three different distances. Deer is at fifty. And I can't remember the other two distances. One's at 25. I think it's a squirrel. But anyway, so they have to, you know, exercise that proudness as well. So, good deal. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Fun, fun month. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a blast. And you know, we've the year's not over. We still got things coming on down the line, and and we're looking forward to that too. What are some of, the, what is something that we have coming up? I'm, I had it in my mind just a while ago, and I thought, man, we need to talk about that. Well, we've got um, – there are several counties that are starting their county fairs and yes. doing workshops, yes. for, getting ready for um, exhibits at those right. fairs. North and South Volunteer Leaders Forum. North and Forum. South Volunteer Leaders Forum are, are big. They're coming up soon. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Joe San's got a, a contest coming up in August with the Heifer Development Contest. Okay. So lots of stuff. Yeah, it's not over with yet. But I think the, the bulk of our time is – I mean, not – it's never over with, but I'm just saying the intensity, I guess, is is may have maybe a little da- a little reduced on us anyway. I hope this doesn't mean. I, I suspect this means more office work coming up soon. Oh yeah, that's exactly what it means. So. Trying to get all this paperwork ready for next yeah. year, right? Yep, that's what it means. Just getting started and turned around and head back in the same direction we're in now. So that's right. It goes by fast. It does. It does. And so does our time today. Uh, if you want to learn more about. 4-H in your area, go to your local extension office, or you can go where, Kobe? To extension.msstate.edu. You say that so well. I would I would still be saying www.extension.msstate. Anyway, thank you uh, very much for all y'all listening, and uh, please, uh, what do you do? You like, subscribe? What do you do on a podcast? You subscribe. Subscribe. And That's share right. with your friends. And share with your friends. So, until next time, I'm John. And I'm Kobe. Take care. Thanks for joining us for 4H4U2. For more information, please visit extension.msstate.edu and be sure to subscribe to our podcast. 4H4U2 is produced by the Mississippi State University Extension Service, Office of Agricultural Communications.